This is Mattress Island. Welcome to Mattress Island. I'm Coles. And I'm Court. This is episode two of Seeking Brother Husbands. And I'm really excited to announce we actually have a special guest from the show here. Um, did you want to come in, guest? Okay. What What is your name? <laughs> Hi, Moonstone! Woo! Welcome, Moonstone, welcome, we're Moonstone. So, we're so excited to have you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, um, you know, there was... I really just have one major question for you. Who is your primary caregiver slash favorite in the house? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he said tiger is his favorite. Um, tiger feeds him the most people food. And lately tiger has been doing a lot of emotional eating. He is eating his feelings because he is so upset about Kenya right now. Uh, so lots of between meals snacking. And, uh, oh, what? Okay. Moonstone thinks he needs a side check. Court, uh, do you have any questions for Moonstone today? I do, actually. Um, before their family expands any, given that there's three co-owners if you will right now i was just curious if moonstone wanted to play a quick game of kill mary fuck <coughs> moonstone over to you <coughs> mm-hmm i see all right so moonstone is starting with kill he's going with carl oh the only the only real reason moonstone is offering up is that uh <coughs> carl doesn't feed him Moonstone's very attached to Tiger, and he thinks that they still need some feminine energy in the house. So sorry, Carl. Moonstone is, uh, you're out. Okay. Now, Moonstone, who would you like to marry? All right, Moonstone's going to marry Ke Kenya. Again, he kind of likes the feminine energy. He knows she's looking for another man. He'd like to throw his collar in the ring there and see if, uh, you know, he might be an option. <laughs> and then Moonstone, I guess that leaves the obvious that you'd fuck ti Tiger if you, uh, if that was a thing that could happen. <laughs> Any mm -hmm. reason why? Mm. He is saying he knows that up until, you know, recently, Tiger was always DTF. We know that he's uh, probably moving out of the bedroom because he's been lacking in that department. I think Moonstone thinks he can bring it back. Excellent. And yeah, the people food, I think, is probably the key to Moonstone's heart. I have a feeling. Also the sex. But all right. Well, Moonstone, it was a pleasure to have you. Um, I understand that it might be time to go for a walk. <gasps> Who wants to go for a walk, Moonstone? Okay, good boy. We'll see you later, Moonstone. Right. Get ready for more stupid shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, what do you think? Should we just keep riding this Kenya, Carl, and Tiger train? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I think currently, I mean, we're only on episode two, but I think they're my favorite couple thus far. Um, I think they've got probably, they've got more airtime, but they think, I think they've got a bit more of a storyline that I'm liking. I think so too. I just, I don't know. There's something that is making me uneasy about them and I can't put my finger on it. Are you getting any of that vibe? Uh, my favorite vibe that I've gotten from them so far is Tiger riding middle seat in the back the whole way to uh, the house hunting because he looked like he should be in a car seat. <laughs> he 100% looked like he was crabby because he dropped his juice box and couldn't reach it. And then there was definitely a point where I think I actually saw his heart break when they were talking about, you know, moving him out of the bedroom. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I do think, I think um, they're going to, there's going to be a lot of issues with them this season for sure from his parents not coming to uh, Kenya, obviously wanting another partner to him getting a room built for a five-year-old complete with bunk beds. I don't think he's totally into that. Let's, let's talk about their home shopping. I mean, okay. They want three large primary suites, right? All with an ensuite bathroom, all adult sized. Why are you looking at townhomes? Like, that's something you're going to find in a McMansion. That is, they're not in D.C. It's not like there's, like, you know, a shortage of land space in Houston. Why aren't they looking at a McMansion? They rolled up in a Land Rover. I feel like they're definitely, I don't know if they're, like, leave, living beyond their means or what. But, like, their condo that they're in now looks pretty small so i'm assuming it's not the most expensive condo in the world and then they're looking to upgrade and they want like quite a large space from what they're describing because kenya has to do her thing and have her privacy why are they looking at a townhouse you're not gonna find that i agree i think it was a weird choice when the realtor first said you know if there's three bedrooms all with en suites i thought that might be that might work, but then when you see it, no, it doesn't work at all. Yeah. I also, obviously the primary was on the third level where the other bedroom was, but to me, if you were the lady who's the one having all the sex, you'd probably want that bedroom on the main level where you're not sharing a wall with anyone else. And you're not dragging your lovers past everybody else's bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Clarissa was the name of the realtor, which, you yes. know, I definitely believe that they tried to explain it all to her. This was a classic reality show move, just like on 90 Day Fiance, our love after lockup, where they have to tell every perfect stranger every nitty gritty detail. Like, oh, yes, these are my two husbands. Great. I mean, don't live in shame. Whatever. I get it. But, like, they were they were much more explicit than they needed to be. Um, you know, when she innocently asked, like, oh, well, 
you know, if you're all three married, why don't you just want to share one large, nice primary bedroom? And did you notice the way that Kenya laughed at her? Yes. Yeah. It felt, and this was not the first time, it felt like bullying. I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, they mentioned, like, they want people to ask more questions and they wish, like... It wasn't quite so taboo, and that's fine. But naturally, you wouldn't know to ask those questions, right? Like, you wouldn't think, oh, why do you all need your own bedrooms? And why they had to tell her they're looking for another partner and then argue about the wedding in front of her, I found <laughs> very uncomfortable as well. <laughs> it was it was all too much. It was too much. Um, Yeah. I I don't I don't get it, Clarissa. I hope she came from central casting and was not actually a realtor because what a waste of her time. Also, did they read the listing? Like you always get the dimensions of the bedrooms and stuff. I mean, that last bedroom, if if they were really looking for or could afford what they say they want, that bedroom looked like it was like 10 by 10. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that was definitely small. I'm curious where the bathroom was attached to it. They obviously didn't give us a tour. I mean, I the whole time just was sad that we didn't get to see any bathrooms because as we both know, there's no point in looking at real estate unless every bathroom has two sinks. As any HGTV show will tell you, don't even bother. You can't change out those two sinks, even though... I must have hired a magician to renovate my master bathroom because we went from one sink to two. Ballas. Yeah, crazy times over there. <laughs> um, do you think Moonstone is going to be invited to the wedding? I don't know if I believe there will be a wedding, except it's reality TV, so they're going to push this storyline and make it happen. Um I, I thought Moonstone had a little outfit on in this last episode, and I'm hoping that's true. And I'm hoping that, yes, Moonstone is invited and it involves a dog tuxedo because mm. he's pretty cute. He'd look good in a dog tuxedo for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's got the body for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I the wedding, the wedding really feels like a manufactured problem. They've been together yes. for a long time. Obviously, it's not going to be a legal marriage. There's no real implications. I get where Tiger is, you know, wanting to feel validated, and that's totally fair. But it just, it feels like this might be getting really played up for the cameras. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think um, Carl, like, I find it interesting, too, that Carl's family isn't going to come and they are obviously not on board with this, but him and Kenya have been married for what, 26 or something years. And Tiger has been in the picture for 10 years. So, yeah, you know, the kids, I, I don't know. They haven't said the kids aren't okay with it. They obviously don't live at home, but it seems like they're okay with it. So I'm not really sure why, you know, Carl and I, I, I get the whole brother husband. Well, I don't get it because I unfortunately don't have one, but um, I understand the family dynamic where you're one big family, but like if Carl's family doesn't come to me, that's no big deal. I can see Tiger being a little bit upset, but at the same time, the wedding 
is a party. <laughs> Just have a party. I think he deserves that much. <laughs> like yes. there's there's other ways that you could do it besides a traditional like family heavy wedding, you know? So I don't know. I just I I wonder. Oh, you know, <laughs> did you did you catch this was probably my <laughs> favorite line of the whole show when they were looking at one of the bedrooms and they're like, how's the sound in here? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> At that moment in time, Clarissa, the real estate agent, looked like she was worried she was going to get picked up and thrown up in a box in a sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They, uh, yeah, they didn't hold back on that real estate tour, that's for sure. You know, I mean, at least two out of four of these couples have talked about the volume of their lovemaking, so they, they might need to go into like a side business of soundproofing mm -hmm. that wouldn't be such a bad idea yeah a brother husband sister wife package <laughs> they can do um, a crossover with hgtv and our lives will be complete oh my god it would <laughs> tick 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 all the box <laughs> could just we could just start streaming one one service at a time <laughs> yeah right <laughs> You know, one thing that I'm a little bit interested in, but this will play into all the couples, is in this last episode, um, Kenya seems like she definitely wants a partner, like not just a fuck buddy or an open marriage. Whereas a couple of the other relationships are starting to seem like, you know, Mike and Elisa talked about how maybe she was just going to have a friend with benefits. And... um I, I'm just curious a little bit with like, you know, polyandry, what that line looks like, because in some ways I have thought like, why don't you just have an open marriage? Because that's what some of this seems like. I do think with like Kenya, Carl and Tiger, they are like a unit, like a family unit. They, I think uh, Carl and Tiger have a friendship, obviously, when they like went golfing and we're mm -hmm. talking about everything so there it's it's interesting to watch all the different couples and to see you know in some of these cases it does seem like it's more about sex or getting fulfilled by someone outside of your legal husband but not caring so much if the other brother if the bro, if the husbands are brothers <laughs> it well yeah again like without the religious component of it they're the ones who are making their own guidelines, it would seem. So why doesn't everybody have the right to see other people? It just seems fair. And it seems like, you know, that really puts the burden of making sure that the men in the relationship feel, you know, safe and cared for and like their needs are being met. That that really falls onto the women. And it honestly seems like, these ladies, if not all, most are really failing at that. Yeah, it's it's a it's about them for sure. I was really bummed that Tiger did not wear a red shirt at the driving range. I know. I mean, it's not Halloween, so he's probably got to save it for <laughs> save it for uh, his costume. But for his next costume, yeah, his next costume. But yeah, I just the driving really... range. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. The driving range was interesting, too, because, 
you got a glimpse at the friendship that the brother husbands have and not like they weren't talking badly about Kenya, but there was that component of uh, like the complexities of obviously any three sided relationship, (laughs) but just the uh, emotional toll that it was taking on Tiger and how Carl was who he confided in and how they had their chance to kind of go off and talk about Kenya. Yeah. I wonder if their conversation would have sounded a lot different without cameras. Yeah, I would think most conversations on the show sound different without cameras. (laughs) Good point. Good point. I don't think we're deep enough into it where they've forgotten about the cameras. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll happen. That's when you can see it change. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Again, I'm just, I'm dying to meet Tiger's parents, especially his mom. She just sounds like a legend and I'm sure they're going to throw her in this season somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Even just a FaceTime call, I'm sure we'll get to get introduced to her at some point. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, and it looks like we're going to meet Mike's mom, too. Yeah. So, yeah, bring in, bring in all the parents, because the families always bring the drama. Yeah. Do we have anything else for Kenya, Carl, and Tiger? I don't. I think my only last thought is that I wish I looked as good as Kenya looked in that pink jumpsuit that she uh, was wearing in the the promo or the intro reel. I was like, man, I wish I could wear that bright pink jumpsuit. <laughs> you know what? She is, there is no doubt, she is very pretty. I just think that as a person, she might be a bit problematic. Yeah, I agree. You look good on the outside. Alisa and Mike. Alisa and Mike up next. Yeah, they had a they had a good a good episode this uh, this episode. <laughs> I thought uh, we're seeing a little bit more of them. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, I've definitely decided that her kink is torturing Mike. Yeah, I would think so, and I would think even more so than episode one where it was obvious, it's just becoming more and more obvious. Like, he's not into this. He's doing it, I guess, because he really loves her and wants to save their marriage, whatever that looks like. But, um, yeah, he is being tortured. He is not into this at all, from what I can tell. And mm-hmm. I think he's probably questioning some life choices including putting a pull-up bar in his kitchen, but, uh... Yeah. I, you know what? Put the pull-up bar, like, in the garage or the laundry room. There's better places. You know, they showed the exterior of the house, and I'm curious if, like, they have that entire house or if it's, like, a divided situation, which would also explain that Alcatraz. Yeah stuff because like the house from the outside looks quite big and quite nice but from their living situation on the inside i i don't imagine they have if they're truly in la which i'm assuming they're not in la proper like the little subtitle says but yeah that would be a very expensive house there (laughs) and not really worth spending the money on for two people But then again, she does want her pied-a-terre to bring her men to. So who knows? Who knows? Um, 
watching her get ready for that date was super cringy for me. I agree. I thought uh, at one point. Yeah, I just felt like she was trying to rub it in his face. Yeah, like why would you do that right in front of him? And then obviously when he asked what she's getting ready for, at one point I'm pretty sure she was putting mascara on with her glasses on. So that was confusing. <laughs> well, those transition lenses, um, <laughs> they were popping off this episode. <laughs> they were. Was it light out? Was it dark out? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't matter. Didn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. When she was like, oh, this Isaac fellow, he's basically the opposite of you. I was like, you don't need to be mean about this. Like, he's already letting you date and bang other people. Yeah, and a thought that I was thinking while watching this show was, what would be worse? Like, if you were in this situation, would you want, you know, your husband or your boyfriend or whoever to say, like, I want someone completely different than you? And then you kind of feel like, okay, there's something, you know, I'm not doing or like, there's something here. Or would you be or would you want him to be like, I want it to date someone exactly like you because I love you so much and need two of you in my life. Well, if that were the case, then my <laughs> husband and I could just marry you and we'd be all set. But no, I would want it. I would need it to be somebody who's the opposite, like preferably a very quiet, clean freak who enjoys healthy cooking and wants to walk my dogs twice a day. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think... I think it would soften the blow a tiny bit, but I think in this case, I think she's so adamant about how she wants something completely different than Mike. I think she just won't admit she, in fact, doesn't want Mike. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think she doesn't want Mike, but at the same time, I think she wants to have the upper hand over somebody and she really just enjoys messing with him. I 100% think she would come home from a date and show him a sex tape she just made. Or, like, if she got dick pics on a dating app, she would show him immediately just to make him want to die inside. Yeah, for sure. Like, what was her uh, dating app tagline that she had to tell him? Like, if, uh, you, can't... if you can't go deep, don't bother. Yeah. Or something like or that. Something oh. like that. Yeah. And yeah, to show him the dating profile and just all of it. Like, you know, I I don't know. I mean, not being in a situation, but like I I think if I was in a situation where I was like a sister wife or whatnot, I would be more like, don't tell me until there's something to tell me. <laughs> like, I don't need to know about every beer that you have with so-and-so, but maybe that's not part of the experience. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's different for everybody. And I don't know. I I have no idea, no desire to be in a situation like this. But I don't think I would want to know much. I mean, I guess their whole thing is like brother husbands. Like they're all a unit. I wouldn't want that. I would want to keep my distance. But then again, I don't want anything like this in my life <laughs> i don't know i just i would want to know nothing she better not be prettier than me <laughs> none of it 
Yeah, for sure. So do you think Isaac was able to go deep with her? I don't think Isaac knows what deep is in any sense of the word. Um, I tried to look up his artwork. No luck? No luck! I couldn't find his last name. I don't know. I just did a cursory Google search, but I wanted to find Isaac, the sex artist, and I failed. Ugh. Isaac, if you're out there, Moonstone's uh, guest appearance is open for you next week. <laughs> Isaac, we would 100% interview you. More than two questions. <laughs> he was interesting. He had a scrunchie, I think, if I noticed his hair correct, or his hair was wrapped up in its own hair. I couldn't, I couldn't totally distinguish. Um, I think that might have been it. Like he tied his own hair with his hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have seen some big, long dreadlocks in real life, and that was kind of the end of it. I don't know. It just looked all bleached out and stuff where it was wrapped around. So I think it was hair. Yeah. If it was a, like, hair scrunchie, then... Bad job matching. <laughs> get it together, Isaac. Get it together. Oh, yeah. Isaac, it sounds like he just likes to be the mistress. Like, he likes to get involved with couples. Was that what you were getting? Yeah, he definitely wants to be involved with couples, but not in a throuple. Um, an orgy, I think he was super into. I um, am also wondering if Brett Michaels knows... All, who all his children are or if there's some Ill Ill illegitimate ones out there because Isaac could be one he seems equally as horny as Brett Michaels Isaac definitely could be like a roadie for a Brett Michaels summer festival tour and by summer festival I don't mean like Bonnaroo I mean like 4th of July at the uh, park district I agree and I think you and I would be there front row on our picnic blankets, so. Oh my gosh, and we would be so horny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would be spraying, like, some sort of bacteria spray, or, like, antibacterial, yeah. not bacteria. <laughs> there would be I'd be asking. bacteria. <laughs> yeah, be asking for any sort of penicillin over-the-counter oh, drug that I could take with me. <laughs> You're probably offering inoculation as you walk in. Like, <laughs> try not to start another plague here. <laughs> um, Isaac, oh God, he made me cringe in a few ways. But when he was like, tell me about your ideal guy. And then his answer was, oh my God, stop describing me. That reminded me of this absolute creepy old dude who used to hang out at this restaurant where like everybody would eat on their lunch breaks in high school and he'd have like a tarot deck or something like that and would always offer to tell your fortune for free or do a reading I don't know how you say it but he'd always offer that particularly to the young ladies and then he would say oh yeah I see a man coming into your life soon uh he's a little bit older than you he has brown hair and brown eyes and uh smokes marble lights like he would just basically describe himself and it was <laughs> disgusting and predatory Ugh, the <laughs> 90s <laughs> 
It's 100% still happening. It's probably the same guy. <laughs> Since I was going to say, we might need to make a, a trip there next time I'm in town. <laughs> I wonder where Isaac's dating profile is. I also don't know anything about online dating. <laughs> so uh, there used to be this app that I was just fascinated by because it was called Thrinder. And its entire purpose was for couples looking to open their relationship. And it was not even, my understanding is that it's not even um, that you're necessarily looking to be in a like poly relationship or even to say that, you know, you want to live this lifestyle or be in a throuple, but just that you are open to all experiences. And there are people who I think have met and become a monogamous couple off of it, but it opens up the pool to, I think, in theory, people who are like less judgmental and a little more fluid. So when when Mike asked her if her dating profile said she was married, I'm thinking it's an app like Thrinder. I don't think it's called that anymore. Okay. Um, but I, I imagine it's a, a specific app that we would that we would need to find for research purposes, including finding Isaac and his artwork. I just I want to know more about the art. I was not surprised to learn that his love language is touch. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I want to know more about that guy, even though 100 percent he won't be back on the show if there's a reunion, which I'm also sure there won't be <laughs> i just want to know more yeah. i think we're missing an opportunity here i agree i always want to know more about all these people yeah yeah i think um what would he what did he ask her he asked her something about an orgy if she'd ever been in one if she would be open to one if she's interested in one and she made it clear that like mike would not be into this situation um but i wouldn't be surprised if if we see mm -hmm. not an orgy, if we see something where Mike isn't included coming up here in the near future, because she was pretty adamant as well about um, friends with benefits, which he, you know, was really hurt by, I think, and did flag that that's not why they're doing this. And that's not the intent of the lifestyle. So and that's that's fair. He is entitled to his feelings. Honestly, if I were in his shoes. Again, I would much rather it be a friends with benefits situation. The thought of my partner falling in love with somebody else would kill me. That would be so much worse for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. And I think, I don't know. I think they're going to have an interesting season. I think they're, there's going to be some pretty tumultuous uh, conversations. I think, uh, like you said, I believe we get to meet his mother in an upcoming episode here. Very interested in that. Yes. Meeting Mother Mike is going to be a treasure. I'm sure of it. Like, you just have to wonder what Christmas dinner is like. They, you, they can't like Elisa. They can't. There's no way. No, I'm sure they don't. How long have they been married? I I didn't I don't remember, but I don't think it was 
long. Like, I feel like it's pretty recent. I also kind of wonder why you tell your parents that this is the lifestyle you're going to lead until you're actually leading it. Like, at this point, there's no, there's no one else in their marriage. Yeah. Well, Elisa, I think, just likes to shock her parents. I mean, I definitely got that sense immediately. But yeah, I on Mike's end of things, well, I have a feeling Elisa probably told them too, if I'm being honest. Just one more way to torture Mike. But yeah, I mean, maybe wait till you're in a relationship that's going well before, you know, you're just like, hey, mom, dad, I'm trolling the internet for more dudes. <laughs> you see me on the dating apps <laughs> <laughs> maybe mom and dad are into the same lifestyle who knows what twist who knows any anything else on uh mike and elisa and i wish there was gonna be more on isaac no i think i, I think yeah i i like I like their storyline. I think they add something to these uh, episodes and I'm excited to kind of see the fallout that I think will happen. It feels, yeah, it feels, it feels more real. Like I definitely feel like the Kenya thruple is playing a few things up for the cameras. Whereas I feel like Elisa does not have a whole lot of self-awareness and doesn't realize how bad she's coming yeah. across and kenya i think does and she's fine with it yeah i think yeah she's very secure very secure in her own self um and not that elisa isn't she also is but i do think she'll be the one after who's on social media it was edited i didn't mean to look that way and i love mike and blah 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 and those weren't even my transition lenses. Yeah. I didn't mean to sniff that beer. <laughs> what was that? Why was he being such a dick at the brewery? I know. Oh, he... I thought you were going to order wine. Why are you sniffing your beer? And she was like, I've had training on this. I probably know more than you do. And I appreciated that from her. Yeah. No, she held her own for sure. She... She knows what she's looking for. And Isaac, you're not it, my friend. Yeah. I, who would Isaac be ideal for? I have no idea. There's someone in the 90 Day franchise for sure out there looking for their Isaac, but uh, or love after lockup. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's probably more it. <laughs> or Fuckboy Island. True. We'll wait for that crossover episode. Oh, give it to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about Shara, Patrick, and Noble? Yeah, it, it was interesting to get a new couple introduced this week. Um, uh, you know, I'll start off how they started off. What the fuck was up with that art studio? Were they just splatter painting walls and calling themselves artists? Or... Yeah, she made it sound like being an artist was her career, but it looked like they were at, like, a drink and paint environment, you know? It was it was a little bit odd. Yeah, and they were just throwing paint on a canvas. There was no 
rhyme or reason. I mean, she wore white jeans, so that was also a bold choice for being in a paint studio. Absolutely. Wouldn't wouldn't be my first pick. Um, Patrick, I'll, I'll say this. I was a little alarmed by Patrick in the previews. Um, he, I was just getting Gino from 90 Day Flashbacks, and Gino really rubbed me the wrong way, so that's probably all that was. It's much better looking once... Once I got used to seeing him on TV, he honestly seems like just a genuine sweet guy. Yeah, I agree with that. I think their story is actually quite sweet in a lot of ways with, you know, the car accident and then them just kind of realizing they've grown apart a bit with stress and everything else, but still having a genuine love for each other, I think. Mm-hmm. He he does seem like a really nice guy. Um, what is it he goes by? Bay? Babe? I, I think it's Babe. Babe. Babe and Noby. And Noby, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Noby... I, can, I can appreciate keeping it, you know, down to a nickname, but... Yeah. Noby, I, I didn't... That's not any shorter than Noble. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's no easier. It's really not. <laughs> um... Yeah, they met while doing their taxes. Somehow that did not surprise me. Patrick seems like a guy who would be on top of his taxes. He has all of his receipts. Every single one of them, for sure. Yeah. Um, Oh, so Patrick said, you know, after the accident, the fire died and they were in a sexless marriage for 10 years. Yeah, was, that's, that is what he that, said. I mean, that that really must be like a strong emotional love to withstand that. Um, but does he want another girlfriend? Is it just her? Or is it that he just doesn't need sex in general? This is like Carl for me. I just, I want a little bit more answers. Yeah, that's a good question. Because her and Nobi, as they've alluded to, that's more of a sexual relationship, truly, than much more than that, from what I can tell from this first episode. Um, And Patrick seems content. Yeah, like if she, you know, if you are essentially best friends at this point and the physical aspect's dead, but she has acknowledged she still wants it. To your point earlier, like, why can't both of them have it? Why can't they just be in an open marriage, but still be married and love each other as besties, if that's what this relationship has become? Yeah, I mean, everybody's everybody's entitled to make their own rules and norms for their own relationships. I mean, I just wonder, can a marriage survive without sex ever? I... I mean, clearly for Shara, the answer is no, but I'm I'm concerned about Patrick. They did mention at one point before COVID that um, Shara would sleep in the same bed as Babe. And then when he got up to go to work, she'd go into Nobi's room. They obviously didn't mention whether that was like sexual or not, but I think they would have some level of intimacy if she was still sleeping with him 
every night. I mean, that also just sounds exhausting to like sleep with the one person beside you and then their alarm goes off and they go to work and you just go down the hall. Right. It's boinking time. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you ever just want to sleep in on your own? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, she she did say to Noble, he's more of a fling than a ring. Yeah. And he seemed really, like, bothered by that. However, do your chores, Noble. They yeah, bought you the a, grass. Ma- a lawnmower. What? If you say you're going to cut the grass, cut the damn grass. It felt like a weird foster child situation. Yeah, and like... like, Young man, we brought you into our basement. The least you can do is cut our grass. Yes. And he's moved out since, right? That's interesting as well. It sounded like the pandemic really got to them, which no judgment there. I mean, three people in a house if one used to go to work every day um but yeah i am a little interested in their situation because yes as she called him out she what did she say the way you move and groove or something you act single and yeah yeah he's acting like a single person moving through the world or something like that well and if you think about it okay it sounds like babe is a cpa and She's an artist and Noble's a comic book creator. So clearly, I I would assume that Noble and Shara are not going to work. Patrick was probably working remotely at that time. So, yeah, it was probably all three of them. Noble, was he confined to the basement? It sounded like they were kind of alluding to that. Yeah, I think because she went, that's, I think, when uh, Patrick heard them having sex, right? She uh, went down. Moaning, groaning, yelling, and screaming. <laughs> check, check, so, check, and check. <laughs> is it a basement or is it a sex dungeon? <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> Laundry on the sex swing. It'll dry in no time. <laughs> yeah. and yeah i i don't know it noble just sounds like a fuck up i'm just gonna say it like he draws comic books maybe for a living didn't sound like he was actually making any money he lived in their basement and then he got kicked out for not doing chores and sometimes paying bills am i understanding this situation correctly (laughs) That's how I heard it. Yeah. Thank you. What did he? I'm supposed to pay some rent, but <laughs> supposed to and not doing it. And I think Noble's the genius out of this whole cast of characters. I think he's got it made in the shade. True story. He's downstairs in his sex dungeon. She comes <laughs> down every morning. She's making him a grilled cheese sandwich in this episode that looked pretty delicious. Like, go for it. Oh, God, I love a grilled cheese sandwich. I know, right? Mm. Um, what do you think their safe word is? Ooh. I know it's not this, but I want it to be Moonstone. <laughs> All the crossovers that we need in our lives. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. 
moonstone it is all right well yeah moonstone uh okay so let's see that just leaves us with uh vincent and dustin and what is her name again i was just gonna say we might as well just end the episode uh kim yeah kim kim wasn't on the episode much she walked out with that dog who i mean what a hero that dog was did you see how much it pranced and bounced on its back legs and that was the happiest dog i've ever seen on tv yeah living a much better life than poor moonstone <laughs> it was definitely the showstopper i don't know i find this couple really boring i mean they haven't got a ton of airtime yet so who knows maybe tlc also finds them boring or maybe they're holding out for some whatever camping trip or whatever's happening <laughs> next week but <laughs> so far i kind of actually forgot all about them i felt that busting out the cornhole felt a little on the nose i'm not convinced that this is strictly a polyandry relationship mm. you think vincent and dustin i i mean i don't know if they necessarily mess around with each other but I don't think that there are only two people in the room when things are happening. What do you think? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and, okay, aside from being upset that we did not get the dog's name, which I feel is very important. Do you feel like Dustin's a cat guy? Oh, yeah. Multiple cats. <laughs> I feel like their house might smell like there's a lot of cats in there, even if there's not. Yeah, I, Dustin's hair probably smells like a litter box, so that would track. <laughs> oh, that is vivid. <laughs> just like you're walking behind him and you just catch like a waft of it. Oh. Yeah. He puts his like man bun in when he takes it down. It's just like, oh. who is the guy with the beaver tail dreadlock? William Wayne. Wayne William we met a dude that had one thick dreadlock it looked like a proportionate size for a human to what a beaver tail would be on a beaver <laughs> and we talked a lot about what probably happens with that <laughs> well yeah it went it smelled unpleasant <laughs> yeah and it's dread form it went past his knees like it actually almost touched the ground and he was like he wasn't a short man it would like if he stood with his feet shoulder width apart it would swing between his legs like like a clock tower situation it was is very odd <laughs> i digress that has nothing to do with the show but smelly hair i <laughs> That just brought up some past trauma from 10 years ago. Might be able to find a picture. Oh, I definitely could. I definitely could. That's the trip, um, though, where all this magic happened. That's how we met. It is where we met. We never did do our anniversary trip, Court. We got to do that. I know. <laughs> stupid, um, stupid COVID. Stupid COVID ruins everything. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, there's there wasn't a whole lot to say about these three. Like my heart just breaks for Vincent every time I look at him. Yeah. I like there's just like a deep sadness there. Like I want to hug that guy. I want him to find what he wants in life. And I don't think this is it. I mean, he seems like actively mad at him almost. Are you getting that? Yeah. I think he's very hurt. I don't know if it's like he joined the relationship after her and Dustin were together, but I get the impression he maybe thought that was at the very least the end of partners. Like maybe he could have handled the thruple situation, but he is definitely not on board for more partners. And it's kind of the same thing as Mike and Elisa, where Kim is not respecting his feelings at all. Mm-hmm. You know, again, until there's another person that you actually want to introduce, because it's something, why, like, just why he clearly can't handle it. Well, and is Kim even still into Vincent? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I, I feel like this is more of a brother relationship than it is, like, a lover's relationship. That seems... The relationship between the two guys seems like it's on much more solid footing than the sexual relationship. Yeah. That's fair. Ugh, the cornhole of it all. I, I don't know. I just want to hug Vincent and I want him to find what he needs in his life. <laughs> you hear that, Vincent? Taking open spots for interviews. <laughs> you, you let us know what you need. What if everybody on this show... Who do you think seems like they would be the best spouse? I think Tiger is very genuine in his love of Kenya. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think he, he seems pretty broken treats her up right pretty now. well. Yeah, I think. Hmm. I mean, Carl obviously seems like yeah, Vincent. I think Vincent could be. He needs the right partner, though. Yeah. And yeah, Carl, also solid dude. Mike, Mike, I feel like yeah. could possibly, <laughs> I don't know, just snap at any moment. I'd be a little afraid of that. He's doing those push or those pull ups after all. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good for him. I couldn't do a pull up if my actual life depended on it. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, me either. <laughs> or a push-up. <laughs> Who do you think cries the most? I mean, oh, again, I mean, Tiger's cried a few times already, and we're only into season or episode two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd say he's probably he's a he's a sensitive cat. That tiger. I think I think he would be the crier too. Whereas Mike, on the other hand, I feel like he would do like the Mark Wahlberg from the movie Fear. Have you ever seen that? No. Like when he's like he like pounds on his chest over and over <laughs> and like fully bruises himself. <laughs> That's how I could see Mike's rage. Like, you know, he's he's taking it out violently, but it's gonna sneak up on everybody else. Yeah. He he acts like he's just there planting plants and hanging butterfly lights on wallpaper, but <laughs> he's got deep, deep-seated rage. 
if he's responsible for that wallpaper, I'm fucking done with him. <laughs> Honestly, I'm already done with him and Elise. <laughs> My guess is he's not, but we we don't know. I, you know, I I think you know how badly I'm hoping we get a glimpse of um Mike going on that bachelor party that we were told about last episode though. I think that might be something we need in our lives. Yes, I want to see him cut loose. I just don't know that it's a possibility. Oh, I bet he like gets into the what's it like Boons or Arbor Mist or <laughs> Is that a thing down there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've had it since college, but yeah. Well, yeah, but like Mike's got that vibe. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Or it would be like a hangover situation where like somebody drugs him because otherwise they're like, he's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. He's just calling Which... Elisa. <laughs> Elise. The Mattress Island podcast does not condone unconsensual drugging. <laughs> You heard it here first. Oh, you heard it here first. You watch anything good this week, Court? I think, were you watching? Um... Oh, I did catch up on um, Love is Blind. They're releasing. Yeah, it's good. They're releasing four episodes or something every Friday. I think this Friday is the end of it. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I quite like that show. And then I... Uh, Went down a rabbit hole when I opened up Discovery Plus. Not authorized by them on this podcast. <laughs> and I started watching season two of Extreme Sisters. I had forgotten all about that show. I watched season one whenever it actually came out. And man, just train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. And I wasted my entire weekend enjoying all of them. <laughs> there is... So much untreated mental illness oh, and yeah. trauma on that show. I feel guilty for watching it, but I will watch every goddamn episode of that show. Yeah. You? Uh, I eh, just, uh, as far as reality shows, it's been Lalu, Love After Lockup, um, which continues to be one of the best shows on TV. And uh, I also did a little bit of a backtrack on Discovery Plus. They should sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> they should at least give us a free subscription. Yeah, seriously. Um, I was watching old episodes of Happily Ever After okay. my day. Yep. I think it was season three. It was like Pedro and Chantel, um, George and Fisa. Paula and Ross and Nicole and Azan are as in your faves. That was what brought me back to it. Cause I was like, I'm going to catch up with those two crazy kids again. Let's see what's <laughs> happening in Marrakesh. As she would say, not Marrakesh, Marrakesh. <laughs> Still just running up that hill. Kate Bush style or what? Oh my God. <laughs> How many times did he call her lazy? How many? <laughs> it was so many. Yeah. Okay, he's a prince. Oh. oh, just, I mean, a gem. Nobody's swept him up yet? Not a, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, those old those older seasons are fun to go back and revisit for sure. It was it was just so much more pure then. It was real people. It wasn't people just trying to be like Instagram influencers, you know? Yeah. I mean that season, like two seasons ago with Jabroni and Miona or whatever the hell their <laughs> names were, like it was just not I was not invested in any of them because none of them seem invested in each other. Yeah, there are. They have a couple that they have a lot of couples that you just. You know, there's ones that you kind of root to fail for sure, but there's been some in the last couple seasons that you just root to never see them on TV again. <laughs> yeah, but they're the ones that keep sticking around. Uh, well, then this current season of 90 Day. I actually cried because I was rooting for a couple and there was such a display of genuine love that it was touching. Gabe and Isabel, thank you for that. <laughs> it was the most pure thing I've ever seen on TLC. Yeah, I was going to say, catches you off guard, I bet, because... <laughs> I know. Let's be serious, that's not what we're watching for. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can say some stuff about ourselves here too <laughs> right well and you know what to tlc and like matt sharp productions credit like they have handled uh gabe's trans story in such a lovely way they've broached topics that are not comfortable for people to talk about in a really open and honest way. And I, I so appreciate Gabe and Isabel for being so open with that. And for TLC to show us a true loving trans story rather than something that was cartoonish. So yeah, props, props for that. It was unexpected. <laughs> you hear that Matt Sharp? <laughs> yeah. You hear that Mr. Sharp? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get one good one solid uh couple out of every 22 seasons <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> good work <laughs> right well i think that wraps it up for us tonight i think I it's think time so. for i don't know maybe a glass of wine in a bathtub yeah that sounds like the perfect uh way to spend the rest of this evening all right. Well, people take care. Find us on Mattress Island Pod on Instagram. If you have any show suggestions for us, please email them to mattressislandpod at gmail. And please remember to subscribe and write reviews, but only if you like us. If you don't like us, uh, go scratch. <laughs> Bye.